Okay, we'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for July 11th, 2010. And we're going to be uh, shifting gears here away from the Gulf temporarily. We're going to be looking at a video from Alex Jones uh, entitled, Obama Commits Act of High Treason Sides with, Sides with Foreign Power Against Arizona. And uh, I understand there, there's a lot of controversy about Alex Jones. I'm interested in the content of the information. This information is very easily verifiable. So this is what I'm really interested in, creating a synopsis of things and getting as much information to you as possible. So let's go ahead and start this, this uh, video here. Hello, my friends. I come to you on a very painful subject. I'm going to try to be as brief as possible. Barack Obama has committed another act of treason. Of course, it's treason to block for 70-plus days foreign oil-skimming ships from coming into the Gulf. It's treason to block the states and the counties and cities from building their own sand berms and blocking them from expanding jetties that would protect the fisheries and estuaries. It's treason to continue George W. Bush's treason in Treasury and give trillions of dollars to foreign offshore banks. And then Congress uh, asked the president to force those private banks to say where the money's going, and he refuses to help. Look, uh, I know Bush was bad, and Obama's even worse. And I'm sure that whoever comes after him is going to be even worse, because this is just a progression of corruption. But the latest treason is just off the charts. Uh, this just came out a few hours ago. Feds sue to block Arizona illegal immigrant law. Let's cut through all the hype and go to the facts here. This is a mirror of the federal law, except it's been changed to deal with the state because the feds are derelict in their duty, and that's one of the few things the federal government's supposed to do. Issue the currency, the credit through Congress, that's given to the private Federal Reserve since 1913. They're also supposed to protect the border. They won't do that, but you've got federalized police all over the country outside their jurisdiction, harassing citizens. And Mexico is a failed state. It's one of the most dangerous countries in the world to visit. U.S. citizens are kidnapped on the southwest border and inside Mexico and held for ransom, and our media covers it up. Mexico has some of the most draconian immigration laws in the world and the strictest in our hemisphere. I mean, Guatemalans that get caught sneaking in are kept for months in forced labor, and their families are extorted. But then we have tens of millions of illegal aliens from Mexico here in the United States, over 80 miles into Arizona. They've put up signs on highways and national parks for citizens to not go into it. Sheriffs all over Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas have been putting out SOSs calling for help, saying they've lost control of their counties. The drug cartels that have killed thousands of police in Mexico are now up here threatening to kill sheriffs who simply call for the feds to come in and restore order. The United States... Now, just so you know, I'm going to post all the links. He's saying a lot of stuff, and if he was just saying it... And he couldn't back it up that, that you want to throw up a red flag. But there's story after story after story that he's flashing up on the screen as you're watching the video and that he linked with this particular video to verify everything that he's saying. So I'll, I'll have that available in the PDF that will be attached to the teaching up on contendingfortruth.com. ...is being collapsed into the North American Union. Back in 2007, Judicial Watch sued and got the SPP North American Union documents from the Banff Canada meeting. And at that meeting, 
the Mexican, U.S., and Canadian government said they would use border crises as a pretext to sell amnesty and the end of all of our nation's borders. This is about a global corporate takeover of our nation. And the illegal aliens are being used as a political weapon and as a political tool to get that done. That's what Senator Kyle incredibly said just three weeks ago, that he was in a private meeting with President Obama, and he said, look, there's murders, there's kidnappings, there's death, the crime rate's exploding, there's an SOS from Arizona, can you please at least put troops down there? And Obama said, I'm not going to do that because the crisis needs to get worse so I can have the amnesty plan. And Senator Kyle went on to say that that is this nation being held hostage. I met with the president in the Oval Office, just the two of us. I kicked the rest of the people out. Uh, Here's what the president said. The problem is, he said, if we secure the border, then you all won't have any reason to support comprehensive immigration reform. In other words, you're holding it hostage. And so the media likes to hype it up as if it's a racial issue. Now that was a senator talking, John Kyle of Arizona. So this is how unbelievably corrupt things are and openly corrupt now things have become. ...or hype it as if it's discrimination. The government beats the hell out of citizens, treats citizens regardless of their color or religion like trash. The only reason the border's opening and illegal aliens are given a red carpet is because they're there to drive down wages and to vote as a political block that supports the integration of North America under this new tyrannical global corporate system known as the New World Order. But here's the key to this. You have SOSs coming out of Arizona from the governor and the sheriffs. Uh, the crime rate is just off the charts. Mexico is completely lawless with over 22,000 murders, many of them police in just the last two years. That's spilling across, and the federal government is coming in and suing the state on behalf of of foreign invaders. And guess what? It just so happens that I have a copy of the U.S. Constitution here in front of me. And we're going to put this on screen. Article 11 of the U.S. Constitution. This was the first constitutional amendment added to the original Bill of Rights. This is the 11th Amendment. The judicial power of the United States shall not be construed to extend any suit in law or equity commenced or prosecuted against one of the United States by citizens of another state or by citizens or subjects of any foreign state. So if you read the 11th Amendment, It's clearly saying that the U.S. government cannot sue one of the 50 member states and that it cannot sue citizens of the states on behalf of a foreign power or foreign individuals because it's sedition, it's treason, high treason being implemented by the executive. This is something that uh, the Founding Fathers were worried about. This was the first uh, amendment added after the original Bill of Rights in 1795, just a few years after the Bill of Rights had been ratified. And that was because the states were worried about foreign powers coming in and lobbying and paying off federal officials to basically carry out lawsuits against citizens in the states or against the states. They were worried about globalism, mercantilism that they had at the time, is what they called it. This federal lawsuit against the state of Arizona is illegal and is unconstitutional. And if you don't like the 11th Amendment, 
Throw out the 14th. Throw out the 13th. Throw out the amendment saying black people aren't slaves. Throw out the First Amendment that enshrines freedom of the press and assembly and religion. Throw out the Second Amendment that that defends our right to defend ourselves. Throw out the Fourth Amendment against warrantless search and seizure. Throw out the Fifth against self-incrimination. The Tenth, dealing with state sovereignty and individual sovereignty. The Ninth, that deals with the same thing. Oh, wait a minute. They are starting to throw out the First Amendment and the Fourth and the Fifth with the Patriot Act and the Tenth. And so, not only does... This federal lawsuit against the state of Arizona violate the Tenth Amendment. It clearly violates the Eleventh Amendment. But more than that, it violates common sense. And it shows that our government has become an enemy of the United States. It has become a special interest group robbing the people. There's one other point that I want to uh, make about this, and I mentioned the sheriffs. We've got a link that we're going to post. We're going to post these links underneath this video uh, here on YouTube. We hope you share it with everyone so they understand what's happening. Mexican drug cartel sends death threats to Arizona County Sheriff. Sheriff uh, Babu uh, has declined a personal security detail but says he's armed and can take care of himself. He's a very brave man. Because of those 20-plus thousand people killed in the last two years in Mexico, thousands and thousands are police and military. And when the Mexican mafia and the drug cartels uh, tell a sheriff that they're planning to kill him, uh, this means they're going to try it. We've had U.S. Embassy staff murdered in the last month. We've had U.S. citizens kidnapped on our side of the border. Uh, These drug cartels don't play games. And, of course, Obama and the Republicans and the entire treasonous federal government, because remember Bush was trying all this amnesty as well, they understand that they're involved in treason. They know exactly what they're doing. And also under this video, we're going to post a link uh, to Fox News where Geraldo has got a Marine Corps colonel admitting that our troops helped grow the opium and help bring it to market. And so that shows how you've got the drug cartels, the coyotes, uh, the illegal human smugglers, Uh, allied with the federal government because it's also come out in Bloomberg that every major U.S. bank has been caught laundering billions of dollars of drug money, of heroin and cocaine money coming into this country. And so Obama doesn't want... Yes, you heard that right. And this has been well known about for a long time. There's a video that you can access, I believe, up on YouTube. I believe it's called the Clinton Chronicles, where it documents all the dead bodies associated with with Bill and Hillary, all the way back to their days in Mena, Arkansas, when they were flying literally cocaine loads full of um, cocaine, planes full of cocaine in and out of Mena, Arkansas. This stuff goes on. It's hard to comprehend. But if you study and, and you start looking into these issues, it's flagrantly obvious that it really is this bad and our government really is this corrupt. I wish I had better news to bring you, but again, I don't just say this stuff so we can wring our hands and get mad about it. But if you're not aware of it, you would never even know to pray about a situation like this. And these are things that we can go to get on our knees in prayer and and pray about. Uh, And this is the main reason that I bring it to you. This stopped for a lot of reasons. He wants to get amnesty out of it, holding the American people hostage, but he also wants uh, the drug money. That dovetails with another Fox News report, National Guard troops invading neighborhoods to fight drugs. And we have this blurbed up on InfoWars.com. And they just calmly announce Fox Focus, the war on drugs, the National Guard fighting a new battle in a neighborhood near you. So let me get this straight. The National Guard can't be put on the border 
to help these sheriffs and police and the citizens that are under siege. All of this is happening, and the treacherous globalist federal government won't put troops down there to protect the citizens or to stop the drugs. But it makes perfect sense, because they're growing it in Afghanistan. So, the federal government does everything it's barred by law from doing, and does nothing they're charged by law to do as their duty. This is high treason. This is the essence of corruption. We have a government growing the drugs in Afghanistan. We have the U.S. banks on record in Bloomberg admitting that they're laundering billions of dollars of drug money knowingly. They won't put the troops on the border, but they're in Illinois, California, New York, and other places where they were first there to fight terrorists, standing around with M-16s, acclimating you. Now they're violating federal law in the 1878 Posse Comitatus, because we know this means tyranny, going around door-to-door fighting drugs. They grow them in Afghanistan, and then they fight them in your neighborhood. This is just training you to have the military oppress you. America is going into classic, hardcore tyranny. Wake up to those facts. Stand with Arizona and the other border states. The globalists are bringing in the North American Union. They are collapsing our nation by design. You've been given the facts. What are you going to do about it? If the globalists get away with this, the sky's the limit. This is high treason. Okay, and the video that, that he mentioned with Geraldo Rivera, he's interviewing a general. And I, I played that clip on a previous teaching. I mean, he's interviewing a uh, American military general on a base there in Afghanistan. They're openly saying, yeah, we're not, we're not destroying the poppy fields. We're, we're letting the opium grow. Because he had some lame excuse, uh, something in regard to that it, it, would, it would implode the uh, infrastructure or of the uh, country if they did such a thing. It's just so ridiculous and crazy what's going on. And uh, But this is the reality, unfortunately, that we're living in. So let's go further. Uh, next article is from Cutting Edge, and it is entitled, Turkey is most definitely marching down the road to complete diplomatic disengagement from Israel. Uh, this event is one of the most important recent indications that the... The final nation foretold to be marching with Russia and Iran against Israel is falling into her prophetic positions. Turkey is continuing her anti-Israel tirade. This is from uh, Fox News, July 5th. It's entitled, Turkey closes airspace to Israel, threatens to cut diplomatic ties over Gaza raid. Uh, Turkey will sever diplomatic ties with Israel unless it apologizes over the commando raid. And again, we expose this commando raid uh, several different ways. And again, I'm not saying this because I'm, I think that Israel is perfect and that there's not such a thing as the Zionist plot and, and that the Zionists aren't in the highest levels of the Illuminati. I'm not doubting that at all. Not doubting that. But um, again, when you're dealing with this particular subject, you can throw the baby out with the bathwater. That's up to you. But what I'm trying to do is have a balanced perspective here and look at this situation and um, with what happened with Turkey, it was so contrived. And again, you're going to see this as we get into this information more, that they were trying to set Israel up for this from the very beginning. And again, this article here is going to fit in a lot with Bible prophecy, as we're going to see. So Turkey will sever diplomatic ties with Israel unless it apologizes over the commando raid on an aid convoy to Gaza in which nine Turks died. Foreign Minister Ahmet Davagolu was quoted as saying, Monday, relations will be broken unless Israel apologizes or accepts the conclusions of an international inquiry into the May 31st attack 
on the aid convoy bound for Gaza. We have long believed that Turkey's civilian leadership orchestrated the flotilla incident because they wanted an excuse to rile up their own people so they could complete their planned break with Israel. They needed an incident which would inflame the hearts and minds of Turkey's citizens so that the pro-West Turkish generals would not be tempted to overthrow the current radical Islamic government there. Foreign Minister Davagatu then dropped another bombshell. Turkey has closed her airspace to all Israeli military aircraft and has threatened to close her airspace to all civilian aircraft as well. Turkey is the only nation foretold to march with Russia and ancient Persia or Iran against Israel, I guess the only nation left, against Israel in the Gog-Magog War of Ezekiel 38-39. That has not aligned herself to Russia and Iran as of yet. Now that Turkey is consistently moving toward a complete break with Israel, she will most likely move strongly and irretrievably into this Russian-Iranian alliance. This development means that another major prophecy has fallen into place, making it quite clear that the appearance of Antichrist is drawn even closer. Watch the development of the final ten kings. They give a little link you can click on here. And you can accurately gauge the nearness of World War III designed to produce the Antichrist on the world scene. Again, this is what we've been reporting on for a long, long time. Most likely, out of the ashes of World War III, the Antichrist will arise, and he's going to be like the total package, and have all the answers to all the world's ills, and he's probably the only one on the planet that is going to actually be able to get Israel and all the, uh, the nations in the Middle East, that um, the Muslim-based nations that are against her, to play nice and get on the same page. And primarily, this is going to happen most likely, as the Bible predicts, through miracles, lying signs, and wonders. There's going to be all kinds of things going on, and there's also going to be a very it's going to be a very desperate time because most likely World War III, there's going to be a lot of other things that uh, could go down at the same time to precipitate that. You can imagine there could be national, na- uh, worldwide disasters. We have the Gulf of Oil spill now that we're contending with. Um, if this is in conjunction with some type of plague, um, earthquakes, the Bible says that in the end times, earthquakes in diverse places, wars and rumors of wars, things of this nature... If all of this were to go down at the same time and then World War III to erupt, people are going to be so traumatized and they're going to be willing to accept just about anybody that can step up and say, I can figure this all out. I've got the answers. And if it is Maitreya, Maitreya has said that he is the fifth Buddha to the Buddhists, which are their, he is the awaited Messiah of all major religious systems on the planet. He claims to be the fifth Buddha which is what, who the Buddhists are waiting for, Krishna to the Hindus, the coming Krishna, uh, Christ to the Christians, the Messiah to the Jews, and Imam Mahdi to the Muslims. So he's kind of like, again, like the total package. And um, again, I'm not saying he's the Antichrist, but he is a very likely candidate from that standpoint. Next article. The Obama administration con- continues to flash its decreasing support for Israel. End-of-age prophecy declares that Israel will stand virtually alone in the world against her enemies. Her predicament will become so severe that Michael the archangel will have to come to Israel's defense. Uh, that's in Daniel 12.1 where it talks about that. This is from The Guardian. It's entitled, U.S. Questions Its Unwavering Support for Israel. This article lists several areas of extreme dispute between President Obama and Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. First point of contention is 
number one, Israel's insistence on building Jewish settlements in East Jerusalem, which is causing a deep rift in Washington and is seen as evidence of a lack of serious interest in the establishment of a viable Palestinian state. We've reported on this in times past. You cannot give land to Muslims who want to wipe every single Jew off the planet. It says it in the Quran. They're, they're, they're uh, clerics, they're um, mullahs, all of these guys, their total goal, um, Yasser Arafat, their total goal is 100% annihilation of Israel. That's the only thing they'll ever be happy with, period. They've stated it. You cannot... You can't give land to them and expect them to play nice, in other words. Uh, again, done several studies on this. Second point, Israel's policies are thus seen as fueling hostility towards the U.S. in other parts of the Middle East and beyond, because America is perceived as Israel's shield. Three, Israel's conflict in boarding ships attempting to break the Gaza blockade has compromised relations with Turkey, an important American strategic ally. Four, a former director of intelligence assessment for the U.S. Defense Secretary last month caused waves with a paper calling, called, quote, Israel as a strategic liability. And the fifth point, Israel's continued hold over Jerusalem is seen as jeopardizing to American troops. So these are some of the points, and again, just more confirmation of everything we've reported in times past regarding this particular subject, but it is kind of an ongoing thing that's developing uh, next article, we're going to expose the Catholic Church a little bit here, which is always such a pleasure for me to do. Um, this is entitled, Pope Slams Cardinal, who's, who exposed abuse cover-up. This is from the San Francisco Chronicle and the AP, or the Associated Press, just from June 29th. The Vatican, on June 28th, issued an unprecedented rebuke of a top cardinal who had accused the retired Vatican second-in-command of blocking clerical sexual abuse investigations. By, they publicly attacked a man who had been praised, who had actually been praised for his criticism of the church abuse cover-ups. The silencing of Cardinal Christoph Schoenborn, the Archbishop of Vienna, and a long, and a long considered a papal contender, drew heated criticism from clerical abuse victims. There's most likely millions of abuse victims from these pedophile priests that are created through this satanic pseudo-white witchcraft system of Catholicism and their celibacy, uh, which is not a biblical tenet anyway. Not to have a priesthood of celibate priests. It's not in the Bible. They just kind of made that up as they go along. Uh, like they do pretty much everything. They said the Vatican should be honoring Schoenborn, not publicly humiliating him. In other words, this is a guy, This I don't like the way they write their articles here very much, because it's very confusing the way they word things, but this is a guy who had exposed um, a uh, retired Vatican, he was the second in command, he had exposed this man, and um, he was trying to bring out these uh, clerical sexual abuse investigations, trying to shed light on him. Well, he's being actually rebuked now from the Vatican for doing so. And then it goes on to say, they said the Vatican should be honoring Schoenborn, not publicly humiliating him, for his calls of greater transparency and demands for crackdown on priests who rape and sodomize children. Well, this, this is insanity, why this devil institution should even be allowed to continue to exist I mean, this is the worst of the worst of the... How could you get any worse than this? 
you're 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 sodomizing children and and, and you're raping them and you're and you're traumatizing them and you're ex- exposing them to this garbage and then they go on like we're holier than thou and we're the only path to heaven which is what they say they say they're the mother church they say that the protestant came out of this church and they're the mother church and we're really the only way to heaven. I've done several teachings where they they um, flat out say that. And, you know, it's just, it's incomprehensible. It's just incomprehensible. Um, Schoenborn had accused the former Vatican Secretary of State, Cardinal Angelo Sodano, in April of blocking a church investigation into the late Austrian Aust- Austrian Cardinal Hans Hermann Grohr, who was accused by victims in 1995 of abusing boys in his seminary. Quote, with his words, Benedict professes concern for the victims, but by his actions, Pope Benedict shows concerns for his colleagues, said David Clossie, executive director of, it's called SNAP, which is Survivor's Network of Those Abused by Priests. And I give you the link here if you want to click into it. I try to give you proactive stuff, not just to give you like all negative stuff and no no solutions to any of this. This is a survivor's network of those abused by priests. Um, and then there's another link here for more sex crimes in the Vatican. Now I did a I've done a teaching on this, and I give you the link to the teaching. Um, it's entitled uh, um, Catholic Priest Pedophiles. And then I also did another teaching on child pornography, pandemic, and high-level cover-ups, which also implicates the Catholic uh, priesthood. You know, the Bible, Jesus said, by their fruits you shall know them. What, what, how much more rotten of a fruit could you bear as, as, as a religion? And then to, to do it under the guise of Jesus Christ. I think that's what makes me so angry about the Catholic Church. You know, I mean, if you're going to be a Satanist, you know, at least they're honest about what they're doing, you know. But the Catholic Church wants to do it under the cover of Jesus Christ. You know, they go in, you, you go into the Catholic Church and they got Jesus Christ still up on the cross. He's not on the cross anymore. But they want to keep him on that cross because that Jesus, they think, well, he looks pitiful and we have him on the cross. And because they believe in the doctrine of transubstantiation, where they believe the priest can literally change the Catholic communion host and the wine into the literal, not figurative, literal body and blood of Jesus Christ, they have to continue to do this transubstantiation process and partake of this communion in order to literally re-crucify Jesus Christ, keep him on the cross, they want to keep him in the manger, and it's sickening. It's just sickening. You could go on and on and on about this. I've done, I don't know how many teachings on the Catholic Church exposing them, but this is something that uh, needs to be exposed. Because I don't think there's really much more of an abomination that would anger God anymore than the rape and the sodomization of children. And again, to do it under this guise of this holier-than-thou veneer. And it's like Jesus said of the Pharisees and Sadducees um, when when he talked about that they're like um, whitened sepulchers full of dead man's bones. A whitened sepulcher meaning a tomb that looks real nice on the outside, but on the inside it's just full of dead man's bones. Jesus Christ called them themselves serpents and vipers. It's the same thing. It's the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which Jesus Christ said he hates in Revelation, uh, I believe, 2, where the doctrine of the Nicolaitans is essentially this priesthood ruling over the laity. Okay, which is exactly what we have with the Catholic Church. 
here's the next article. Catholic Church faces another scandal. This is from the Independent um, newspaper, UK, June 28th. It says, it emerged in April that Cardinal Dario Hoyas, a Colombian who for 10 years was in charge of the Vatican Department that supervises the clergy, wrote in 2001 with gushing approval to the Bishop of Bayex, who went to jail rather than give French authorities information about a priest who had raped a minor. He said, quote, this cardinal said to this Bishop Bayo, who had, again, this is the guy that had went to jail rather than give French authorities information about a priest who raped a minor. He said, quote, I congratulate you for not turning in a priest to the civil administration, he wrote. He said, I am delighted to have a colleague who has preferred prison to turning in a fellow priest. How stinking beyond sickening. The Vatican confirmed the authenticity of the letter, which had been posted on a French website. Uh, You know what the Bible says? The Bible says, woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. In Isaiah 5.20. And that's exactly what we're doing here. He's congratulating them. He's he's giving him gushing approval. I mean, these people just have to be just demon possessed. They're, they've been turned over to a reprobate mind. Their conscience has been seared with a hot iron. The Bible says in the end times they will give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, and having their conscience seared with a hot iron. First Timothy four one. That's exactly what we've got here calling evil good and good evil. And it says, woe unto them. Jeremiah 48.10 says, Cursed be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully. See, they say they're doing the work of the Lord. But the Bible says, Cursed be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully. If that's not doing the work of the Lord deceitfully, I don't know what is. Because, you know, they act like they're acting on behalf of Christ, right? You talk to them, that's what they'll tell you. Ugh. Sickening. Another one. Top Catholic priest accused of sexually abusing his own sons. This is from ABC News. Again, it's pretty bad when you have the secular media reporting on this, like commonplace stuff, just like we looked at in the Gulf reports. Uh, This stuff comes out almost continually about the Catholic Church, and yet it still is allowed to continue to go on as though they're above reproach, evidently. And this is just some little minor problem that they've got. This is just one of the many horrific, demonic problems that are clearly manifested by them. Uh, This goes on to say, a prominent Catholic priest praised by Pope John Paul II as an efficacious guide to youth. This is what he said. Pope John Paul II. An efficacious guide to youth. That's what he said about this guy. Father... Marshall Machel, now the Bible says to call no man father but your father in heaven, so that's not a biblical title for if you call yourself a pastor or a bishop or elder, deacon. Father's not a, but that shouldn't surprise you because there's not a whole lot the Catholic Church does that's biblical, so really shouldn't surprise us. But anyway, Father Marshall Michel sexually abused not only young seminarians under his control, but also his own children. According to a lawsuit filed today in Connecticut by a man who claims to be Marshall's son, the priest's son, Raul Gonzalez, 30, of 30 years old, says he thought his father worked for the CIA or an international oil company. He probably did because they do a lot of this stuff undercover, particularly the Jesuit order of the Catholic 
you know, priesthood or whatever. Um, they do all kind of nasty stuff behind the scenes. Uh, he thought his father was working for the CIA or an international oil company until he saw the priest's picture in a 1997 magazine article detailing allegations of sexual abuse. Under Father Michel, the Legion of Christ became one of the Roman Catholic Church's most prominent, conservative, and financially successful orders. So under this devil's leadership, this particular sect of the Catholic Church, the Legion of Christ, became one of the most prominent, conservative, financially successful orders. Well, do you think that was God's blessing that made it financially successful? Uh-uh, it was Satan's. Satan's blessing. Among its many supporters its Mexican, is a Mexican billionaire, Carlos Slim. The Vatican ignored reports of sexual abuse by Michelle since the 1950s. 19, oh yeah, he's just been doing this for like, you know, 60 years. We'll, we'll overlook it. He's making us a lot of money. How oh, sickening. The love of money is the root of all evil. Uh, so, they've been ignoring reports of sexual abuse by this devil since the 1950s until he was forced out of the, quote, legion, this legion of Christ, by Pope Benedict in 2006. Citing his age, the Vatican Congregation for the Doctrine of Faith declined to put Michel on trial, but he said he was ordered to a life of prayer and penitence. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he's real repentant. Yeah. May, you know, I guess he's going to go and become a maybe a monk or something and flog himself. To, how could you ever atone for a life of raping and sodomizing little children? How could you possibly live with your... Well, if you're demon-possessed to the toenails, it's not a big deal. Because you like doing this kind of stuff. And the Catholic Church is the perfect cover for perverts like this. I mean, don't think I'm biased. Um, I didn't mean to come across that way. Sorry, I'm just kidding. Anyway, this is just unbelievable. But he was ordered to a life of prayer and penitence. I'm sure that really worked out well. A lawsuit filed by Michelle's alleged son claims the Vatican and the presiding Pope from the 1950s until 2002, so 52 years, or 50 years, let's say, engaged in a conspiracy to conceal their knowledge of Michelle's serial crimes, including the repeated sexual abuse of children, including his own. The lawsuit claims Michelle gained influence and protection from the Vatican through giving substantial monies to Vatican officials and providing other benefits and gifts. Yeah, that's that's a little slice, a little cross-section, a little peek into the, the satanic cesspool that we know as the Catholic Church. And I give you my teachings here regarding that. You can click on that. And, uh, oh, sick stuff. This next article, I just uh, seen a little bit on this, but this next article ties a lot together. Kind of off the path here, but this is something that can have an impact on on our health. And it's entitled, um, CFL, Soon You Won't Have a Choice. The U.S. government's green revolution is another covert attack on our collective health, wealth, and environment, largely using their mythical peak oil and man-made global warming hoaxes to do so. The Dairy Queen ice cream cone-looking compact fluorescent light bulbs are a perfect example of this kind of subterfuge. These CFLs have become the symbol of the government's green movement, meaning these compact fluorescent lights. They should be 
using the skull and crossbones symbol instead, though. These new light bulbs are not a bright idea. While claiming these new CFL bulbs will reduce carbon emissions, our Congress passed legislation stating these new light bulbs must completely replace our everyday incandescent light bulbs by 2014. Without telling us the serious dangers to our health and environment these mandated bulbs pose. These new CFLs will make people sick by emitting radio frequency radiation that contributes to what they call dirty electricity that can cause migraines, dizziness, nausea, confusion, fatigue, skin irritations, and eye strain. Now, I just looked at a pack on one of those, and it said it can, um, not only does it talk about there's mercury in these bulbs, but it says right on the box that it can interfere with Wi-Fi, radio transmissions, all kind of, now, a normal incandescent bulb can't do that. But these things actually have little transmitters in the base of them that evidently are what is emitting this dirty electricity that can have all kind of psychological effects. I, I've told you in times past, they're trying to kill us. I can't even tell you how many times ways they're trying to kill us, or at least, if nothing else, cripple our thinking processes so we can't make informed decisions, so we'll become apathetic, and we can't, you know, we're just like quivering bowls of jelly laying around just doing nothing, not acting on anything, not praying about anything. And if you were Satan, it's a pretty good plan, don't you think? I mean, if Satan wants to take the body of Christ out... You know, he's going to try to do as many things to affect us physically because we're body, soul, and spirit. And he knows that we're only as strong as the weakest link in our chain. So if he can take out our bodies, then it's going to affect what we can do on a spiritual side as well. Because let's face it, if you feel terrible, you're not going to do as much for the Lord. If you're feeling like, if you're either uh, feeling terrible mentally or in pain or have some disease process going on, it's going to hinder what you can do for the Lord. And this is just one more of the many, many ways we've reported on where he's trying to do this. Um, okay, we just had a little discussion and bringing up some other points regarding this. And just before I get into that, reading right off the box of, of a, a box of, uh, of um, home bright, soft white CF, CFL light bulbs... Um, this product complies with Part 18 of FCC rules, but may cause interference with radios, televisions, wireless telephones, and remote controls. If interference occurs, move the product away from the device or plug into a different outlet. Now, that's some kind of weird light, light bulb that's doing that. And then it also says over here, lamp contains mercury. We're going to be discussing that as well. But uh, like we were discussing, this is all going to most likely tie in with the whole... Uh, the low-frequency, electromagnetic frequency grid that they've established over the world. You've got satellites and geodesic patterns above the Earth pumping down signals. You've got cell phone towers emitting all these uh, totally horrific things. You've got, uh, in fact, this was one of the reasons I was so glad to get out of Florida, because I literally had a cell phone tower with probably within about 100, well, no, not 100, but about 1,000, at least 500 to 1,000 yards from, from my window. And I really believe that thing was about sucking the life out of me. I mean, I just really felt that I had to get out. Just from that standpoint alone, uh, if you're near a cell phone tower, it's horrific. And some people are much more sensitive to electromagnetic frequency things than others. And I believe I'm one of them. Uh, so that's something that can affect mental processes, cause fatigue. It will definitely affect your sleep patterns. Since I've been up here, 
my sleep patterns have been very, I mean, and I'm not near a cell phone tower, but my sleep patterns are so much better up here. But when I was living in the shadow of that cell phone tower, my sleep patterns were so messed up for so long. And, you know, you get into this thing where I was taking melatonin, a sublingual form of melatonin to go to sleep, which I don't really like because the pineal, the pineal gland is supposed to produce melatonin, which is a hormone that your body produces. And if you're taking it in on a nightly basis, then the body will sh- start to shut down its own production. Um, so... Again, I've been able to pretty much totally get off melatonin since I've been up here. So I know that these things have an effect on you. I had also converted all the bulbs in our house to these CFL bulbs. And uh, this was very timely because I was just getting ready to do the same thing here. And then I got this article and I I remembered, I remembered, you know what? Yeah, I remember this information, but it had kind of gone, you know, out of sight, out of mind type of thing. And these CFLs are going to be their own, and they are their own little mini transmitters. So we've got, not only that, we've got HARP, which is high-altitude rural research thing, where they're pumping, you know, gigawatts of electricity into the ionosphere, supercharging it. And uh, Jesse Ventura did that uh, show recently. I think he did a real good job of exposing that. And... um, Nick Begish is the guy that wrote Angels Do Not Play This Harp. He's the foremost authority on harp. So you've got all these things that they're doing. Satellite, cell phone towers, um, harp. You've got the high-tension power lines. And if you're near those, it's a proven fact that they emit a really horrific uh, energy pattern as well. People that live near high-tension power lines, proven fact. They have a much higher rate of cancer. And all of these things are affecting our thinking processes, and they're making us fatigued and, and just feel really a sense of apathy. Not only that, now you have the sound of silence, the, that sound of silence technology that's built into these new um, uh, digital cable boxes that they've got. That's a whole other issue. I did a whole teaching on the sound of silence technology, how that by itself can be used for mind control. Now you've got these CFL bulbs, which are their own little mini transmitters. And isn't it funny when Maitreya, and I'm not, and again, I'm not saying Maitreya is the Antichrist, but he has said for years and years and years, when he makes his day of declaration, when he makes his big debut, he says that every person on the planet will hear me in their own language. Not only that, they're going to see big pictures up in the sky as well, which we have that technology now through Project Bluebeam in order to cast gigantic images into the sky. But he says that everyone will hear me in their own language in their head. And they have this technology now to literally beam stuff into your head. And let's face it, they've got it so set up now on so many different levels. I didn't even talk about FM or AM or very low frequencies or they've got all these different ways of beaming this stuff into our heads, it really won't be that hard to pull off. So anyway, these are just some other things that, that you know you need to bring up about this. And as Satan is the prince and the power of the air, and I believe the reason, you know, he that's his title, one of his titles in, in the Bible, he's, he's trying to control the air waves themselves, and he's doing a really good job at this point. So... Um, these are things that we want to, you know, just kind of bear in mind. Um, going further, uh, let's see here. And it says with 25 to 50 of these CFLs throughout your home and office, these lights going, you'd be exposed to dirty electricity for almost your every waking hour. Eh. 
Something to really think about. But far more importantly, CFLs are loaded with deadly mercury. Yes, there's another great thing about them. They're loaded with deadly mercury, which is so toxic to your brain, they never even established a minimum uh, allowable dose. And yet they put it in mercury amalgam fillings in your mouth. And then it slowly leaches out and, and causes you know, all kind of horrific things in your body like cancer and it can... Uh, it, it, destroys the brain cells, particularly the dendrites of the brain. In fact, there's a mercury-free dentistry site where you can go up there and watch their little video and it shows a little molecule of mercury approaching a brain dendrite and the dendrite, as it just gets near it, the dendrite just shrivels up into nothing. Mercury is extremely toxic. Okay. In fact, all the CFL bulbs contain at least 4 to 5 milligrams of mercury, which is about 200 times the amount of mercury in a flu vaccine shot. There's enough mercury in each CFL bulb to contaminate 6,000 gallons of clean water. To break one of these CFL bulbs is to risk ruining the health of one's entire family or office staff with enough released atmospheric mercury to best require the, uh, to require the best, most expensive professional services in hazmat removal teams to come to your house. You could literally call one of them out. And in this article, they go on to say the um, what you should do if you break one of these bulbs. And it's pretty extensive. So that by itself, the mercury angle, not to mention each one has its own little uh, potential mind control, dirty electricity transmitter in the base. I mean... It's just tough. There's just a lot of ways they're trying to take us out. But again, that's why the Bible says in Hosea 4.6 that we are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Okay, And um, the delusion and the deception, I believe one of the main ways it's going to happen is through the TV. You know, the, A lot of these different radio waves and sound waves and things that they're doing in their technology to beam stuff directly into our head. And the Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and it says, For this cause God will send them strong delusion, that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And it appears as though this is part of that end time delusion that is upon us. And uh, this is why we need to guard our heart. Uh, 11, okay, last post here is 11 ways we are being tracked, traced, and databased. Now, I added the 11th. It was actually originally 10, but I added another one because they left it out. This is from Activist Post. The war on terror is a worldwide endeavor that has spurred massive investment into the global surveillance industry, which now appears to be becoming a war on liberty and privacy. Given all the new monitoring technology being implemented, the uproar over warrantless wiretaps now seems moot. High-tech, first-world countries are being tracked, traced, and databased literally around every corner. Governments aided by private companies are gathering a mountain of information on average citizens who so far seem willing to trade liberty for supposed security. Here are some of the ways the matrix of data is being collected. Number one, GPS. Global global positioning chips are now appearing in everything from U.S. passports. If you've got a passport in the last couple years, it's it's been chipped. Okay? U.S. passports to cell phones to cars. More commonly includes um, of tracking employees and for all forms of private investigation. Apple recently announced they're collecting the precise location of iPhone users using GPS for public viewing in addition to spying on users in other ways. Now I'm going to go down to the 11th point because it kind of ties in with that. And I just bring up cell phones. Even if your cell phone is not GPS capable or ready doesn't matter. 
Because through cell phone towers, your phone position can be triangulated to within mere yards or feet of your actual location. Plus, the microphone on your phone can be turned on to spy on your conversation, not to mention, if your phone is camera equipped, that can also be turned on. Now, um, partial solution on that, and I, I try to give you some solutions here. You go to www.idstronghold.com, and again, I give you this link in here. And if you ever got in a situation where you were, let's say, bugging out, probably what you really want to do is get rid of the phone. If you've got a phone that's in your name, get rid of that thing. Okay, Take the battery out and get rid of it. Uh, that would be the best thing to do. Because if you have your phone turned off and the battery is in, they can still track you. It's no protection whatsoever. Now, the only way that you can leave your battery in your phone and it not be tracked is if you have it shielded. And they sell a little bag, which I have one here, and you can put your cell phone in that. And if it's turned off, it will... Um, and again, I give you the link so you can go see it. But if it's turned off, you can put it in this bag and they can't track you. But again, if the cell phone's in your name... You're going to want to get rid of that thing. I'm talking like worst case scenario, kind of fleeing for, you know, fleeing, bugging out type of type of situation. Um, it's good also buy a some type of um, uh, throwaway phone, one of those prepaid type of phones. It's a it's a very good idea to maybe have one of those in reserve because if things got bad, you really wouldn't want to try to go out and get one time spur of the moment and then. Um, these are these are very easy to activate, activate, and you can use minimal amount of personal information in order to do that. So that's something else you might want to think about doing. Just trying to give you some other things that, that you might want to want to think about doing here. Uh, internet is the next point. Internet browsers are recording your every move, forming detailed cookies on your activities. The NSA has been exposed as having cookies on their site that don't expire until 2035. Major search engines know where you surfed last summer, and online purchases are database supposedly for advertising and customer service uses. IP addresses are collected and even made public. Controversial websites can be flagged internally by government sites, as well as rerouting all traffic to block sites the government wants to censor. It has now been fully admitted that social networks provide no privacy to users. And again, like Facebook, those ones, MySpace, or whatever... You know, they're they're literally um, extensions of the government. They're 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 what they're doing is, is called data mining, and they're gathering as much information on people as they possibly can, databasing your your pictures and your uh, profile and your activities into their large governmental database. And we've proven that in uh, some of the other studies that we've done. So, you know, I know that they're nice and everything, but the ultimate agenda is. They're going to try to get as much information on you as possible, eroding any privacy you may have. It has now been fully admitted that social networks provide no privacy to users while technologies advance for real-time social network monitoring. The Cybersecurity Act attempts to legalize the collection and exploitation of your personal information. Apple's iPhone also has, a browsing, has browsing data recorded and stored. All this despite the overwhelming opposition to cyber surveillance by citizens. It's because they don't care. Now, Xquick is the world's is a search engine you can go up to. I have a little link here, and um, it has um, protects your privacy. It does not record IP addresses, and 
you can read. I give you the link here if you want to read. You can even you can even search sites through what they call a proxy, which is um, I granted nothing's foolproof, but it is something to think about. Uh, Catherine Albrecht of Spy Chips actually was um, advocating that site as well, and she knows more about the subject than than I'll ever know. So next thing is RFID chips. Forget your credit cards, which are meticulously tracked, or the membership cards for things so insignificant as movie rentals, uh, which require your social security network. Everyone has a Costco, CVS, grocery chain card, or a wallet or a purse full of many more. These are called RFID proximity cards, and they take tracking to a new level in uses ranging from loyalty cards, student IDs, physical access, and computer network access. Latest developments include RFID powder developed by Hitachi for which the multitude of uses are endless, perhaps even including tracking hard currency so we can't even keep cash undetected. So these, these um, I've seen these cards like with the uh, CVS or grocery store cards. If you walk into a, a, a store, I've seen videos where they can actually scan that information as you're even walking in the door um, if it's not shielded. Now, there is a way that Again, um, you can shield this, and it's, again, idstronghold.com, and they make these wallets, they make the sleeves, you can individually put credit cards in, and they also make wallets that are shielded, and I got one right here, and it shields all your uh, cards, credit cards, whatever you have, driver's license, it shields it all inside here, so that these cards cannot be scanned. Um, and again, we're going to look at that in a second, how people can actually get your personal information if your cards are not shielded. So, And then, again, it goes on to talk about this RFID powder developed by Hitachi, which, again, I first talked about that because they could put it in the vaccines. I mean, this is literal powder they can put in vaccinations, and here you are vaccinated and microchipped at the same time. So there's all kind of things that they can use. Uh, these are called, they, they actually can injecting you what they call injectable nano robots, which are little robots they could put into you that can actually go in there and perform specific tasks, like kill you or whatever. And so, again, that technology has already been developed, and I even talked about that in the Avion Flu uh, tour that I did on the Prophecy Club back in 05. So this has been out for, for quite a long time. Actually, you know what? Let's We're going to just... Uh, Listen to this very, very short video on this so you can understand a little bit more about this. Okay, so this is just a brief video um, on uh, Los Angeles TV News Network that on RFID cards regarding the subject that we just talked about here. When you walk through a crowd, it's natural to be alert and make sure your wallet or purse is secure. But new technology is making it possible for thieves to steal your information without you ever knowing about it. Our consumer specialist Rick Romero shows you how you can protect yourself against high-tech pickpockets. On the streets, at the airport, even at the mall, thanks to new technology called RFID, you could be the victim of a high-tech pickpocket. People can pickpocket you without even touching you. How? RFID stands for Radio Frequency Identification. RFID chips and ID badges and credit cards can send out or receive short-range radio signals. The chips are also in all U.S. passports issued since 2006 and in passport ID cards. 
and RFIDs will soon be used in grocery scanners to lessen line. So if you're going out the checkout line, you don't have to hold this up to a little scanner. It's also in those key fobs you use at the gas station to swipe your information into. But that same helpful technology can also be used to gather information without your knowledge. We're not talking about the kind of thief who lifts your wallet. We're talking about another kind of pickpocket out there. Walt Augustinowitz is with ID Stronghold. His company makes plastic protective sleeves that can keep your information from getting transmitted without your permission. But he says electronic pickpocketing is easily done. Because it's a radio, you just get near someone with one of these readers and you can actually skim off their credit card numbers or expiration dates. Using a $10 credit card reader he bought on eBay, he demonstrates how it could happen. Once skimmed, Augustinowitz says pickpockets can download your sensitive information. But RFID experts say it's not that bad that credit card companies usually flag fraudulent activity and require the security number on credit cards and home addresses as additional safeguards. Now, there is an anti-skimming law in California, which makes the use of these RFID cards for skimming punishable with up to one year in prison, and there's also a fine. But the FTC is still concerned. They say that the unauthorized gathering of information with these cards is an emerging threat. So you've got to protect your information. There's always going to be you know, two sides to this. There's the benefit, and then there's the risk. And I think that's the nature of technology. This is Rick Romero, ABC7 Eyewitness News. For more information. Okay, so that was that little uh, video clip from them. And they've got, uh, again, they've got wallets for men, wallets for, uh, you know, longer wallets for women. They've got ones that for... Uh, badge holders if you have like a badge with sensitive RFID stuff on there protect that they've got sleeves and leather holders for passports they got the cell phone blocking bag that I mentioned before and they've also just got individual sleeves you can use for credit cards as well so um, just some some things to think about there regarding that and let's go a little bit further and the next thing is traffic cameras uh, the license plate recognition has been used to remotely automate duties of the traffic police in the United States. But while I've been proven to have dual use in England, such as to mark activists under Terrorism Act, perhaps the most common use will be to raise money and shore up budget deficits via traffic violations. But uses may descend to such big brother tactics as monitoring, telling pedestrians not to litter. Now, the partial solution I have to this is called phantomplate.com. Phantomplate.com, and they have a specialized uh, clear type of lacquer spray paint that you literally spray on to your license plate. And it, I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to say a whole lot more than that about it, but you can go up to their website, phantomplate.com, and uh, if you care to purchase some of their spray paint, you know, you can have that option. So let's go further. Computer cameras and microphones. The fact that laptops contributed by taxpayers spied on public school children at home is outrageous. That was a fact. That came out a while back. But years ago, Google began officially to use computer audio fingerprinting. It's quote audio fingerprinting for advertising uses. They have admitted to working with NSA, NASA National Security Agency, the premier surveillance network in the world. Private communication companies already have been exposed 
routing communications to the NSA. Now keyword tools typed and spoken linked to the global security matrix. Next thing they're doing is public sound surveillance. This technology has come a long way from only being able to detect gunshots in public areas to now listening in for whispers or dangerous keywords. This technology has been launched in Europe to monitor conversations to detect, quote, verbal aggression in public places. Sound intelligence is the manufacturer of the technology to analyze speech, and their website touts how easy it can be integrated into their other systems. Next one is biometrics. The most popular biometric authentication scheme employed in the last few years has been iris recognition, meaning the iris of the eye. The main applications are entry control, ATMs, and governmental programs. Recently, network companies and governments have utilized biometric authentication, including fingerprint analysis, iris recognition, voice recognition, or the combinations for these for use in national identification cards. Now, what is this all bringing us to? Ultimately, the reason they're doing all of this is so they can have higher and tighter control of us and to get us acclimated into ultimately taking the mark of the beast in the right forehead, in the right hand or the forehead. Um, they're trying to get this national ID card passed, so that'll be forced upon us, which will be probably the last step before the mark of the beast or next to life. It's got to be getting pretty close. So uh, this is why they're they're doing this. It's all about control with Satan. He wants to control us. He wants us to know exactly where we're at all the time and have as much information on us as possible. The next way thing that they're doing, and I've done two different teachings on the Mark of the Beast. So right now our website has been revamped. You can go up to contendingfortruth.com and you actually can do keyword searches now. But we're not quite um, all the way there with the searchable database, I believe, at this point. We're, we're getting close, though. But you can go up there and try to do a search. Or you could go up to YouTube and key in Scott Johnson and whatever you're looking for. If it's Mark of the Beast, just put in Scott Johnson Mark and it'll find it for you. Uh, let's go further. The next one is... Uh, DNA. Blood from babies has been taken for all people under the age of 38. Uh, in England, DNA was sent to secret databases from routine heel prick tests. Several reports have revealed covert Pentagon databases of DNA for, quote, terrorists. And now DNA from all American citizens is database. And they're trying to do this a lot with the kids now. With all this, you know, to prevent if, if your child got abducted, make sure you have their DNA on file and this type of stuff. Uh, again, I've done several teachings on DNA, and this is the one thing that Satan's trying to get to to defile us, and it's our DNA. Michael Hoggard's done several teachings on DNA, and a lot of these different things that they're trying to do with the vaccinations in particular, I truly believe are they're trying as hard as they can to defile us body, soul, and spirit, but to get to our DNA. And the Bible says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. Jesus Christ said that. The biggest thing that was going on in, D in, in Noah's day was that the sons of God, so the daughters of men, that they were fair. They took them wives, all that they had chose, and the offspring of that union were the giants, or the Nephilim, the fallen ones, which had tainted DNA. And because you had humans mating with fallen angels, which God never would... Um, would want that to happen, got so bad that the world was literally defiled through this 
um, Nephilim-type offspring to the point where God had to destroy the whole world with the flood, save eight people, and start over, essentially. Satan was trying to destroy humanity. And we're created in God's image. He wants to kill us just from that standpoint alone. He also knew about the prophecy in Genesis 3 where the, the woman's seed was going to bruise his head. He knew uh, most likely that Jesus Christ was going to come in a sinless form and he was trying to destroy all of humanity so Jesus could not come through human lineage. Uh, but he wasn't able to pull it off and he's not going to win, win in the end. He is a defeated foe, but he's still our enemy. And um, the Bible says that we overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And we loved our lives not under the death, the overcomers. So again, these are things just to think about regarding this. Uh, uh, next thing. Microchips, Microsoft's health vault, and very and again, this article I'm reading from, and almost all these are highly referenced. There's all kind of links you can click on. Um, anyway, Microsoft's health vault and VeryMed partnership is used to create RFID implantable microchips. Microchips for tracking our pets is becoming commonplace and serves to condition us to accept putting them in our children in the future. The FDA has already approved this technology for humans and is making it. Uh, marketing, it, marketing it as a medical miracle again for our own safety. They're they're saying, you know, they've microchipped Alzheimer's patients because hey, they they wander out of their house or they wander out of the Alzheimer's ward, and they end up in the street. We got to microchip them because we got to be able to track them. Uh, they're microchipping. They're using all types of reasons and excuses to do this. And again, it's the conditioning for the ultimate mark of the beast. Next thing, facial recognition. Anonymity in public is over. Admittedly used at Obama's campaign events, sporting events, and most recently at the GAG20 protests in Canada. This technology is also harvesting data from Facebook images, and surely it will be tied to street traffic cameras. So again, it's this big, gigantic grid they're trying to interlock to track us and to ultimately be able to control us. We mentioned just the things with the control, with all the radio frequencies that they can tap into. Now with the CFL bulbs, with the transmitter in them, the sound of silence in the TV, the harp, the, the cell phone towers, all these things. Uh, cell phones by themselves are absolutely, totally cancer-causing. Um, you know, So there's just a lot of things that they can draw upon. Let's see here. Um... All of this is leading to the predictive behavior technology. It is not enough to have logged and charted where we've been. The surveillance state wants to know where you're going through psychological profiling. It's been marketed for such uses as blocking hackers. Things seem to have advanced to a point where a truly scientific Orwellian world is in hand. Big Brother. Uh, it is estimated that computers know to a 93% accuracy where you will be before you make your first move. Nanotech is slated to play a big role in going even further as scientists are using nanoparticles to directly influence behavior and decision making. And these things like these uh, implantable microchips, these things like the uh, injectable, um, the Hitachi injectable microchip dust, um, they've got neural implants now. And again, now we get into the realm of what they call transhumanism which is where they want to come in. And there's a whole sect of society that believes that we have to become 
what they term as post-human, meaning we are not human anymore. And this will be accomplished, I believe, in two ways. Number one, through these injectable uh, microchips, the dust, the injectable nanorobots, the neural implants that they'll be trying to put into people, and who knows what else. And also, then, they're in, in conjunction with that, the defiling of our DNA through... Uh, tainted vaccines and, and who knows what other measure that they would try to use to do that. Uh, there's, there's, so there's many different ways they're, they're going to be using this to try to control us and to control our decision making. But they're trying to take us to a state of what they call post-human, uh, where we're actually post-human. We're not human anymore. We're part machine. Our DNA has been tainted. Um, and we'll be much more in their terms, will be actually able to fully go into what they term as the age of Aquarius, where we're coming out of the age of Pisces, which they say was dominated by Jesus Christ. Now we're moving into the age of Aquarius, where they say their coming one world awaited Messiah, who the New Agers typically refer to as Maitreya, will come to the forefront, and he'll be able to usher this, usher us into this golden age of Aquarius, where we, where we will be as gods. And it's the same lie that Satan told Eve in the Garden of Eden when he said to her, ye shall be as gods if you eat this, this fruit. And again, God knows that he, he was lying to her. It's the same old lie Satan was giving Eve in the Garden of Eden. And this is the whole carrot that they're trying to put in front of the masses, particularly the New Agers are well aware of this. And uh, it will be put in front of us more and more and more and more. So, again, guard your heart. Uh, if I was you, I wouldn't let anything get injected into me unless it was absolutely 100% totally necessary and definitely not any vaccinations uh, because you just don't know what they're, what they're putting in stuff anymore. That's the problem. You just don't know what they're doing. And with all the technology they have available, uh, you know, who knows what they're going to try to do next. So this ends by saying many of us are asking... What would someone do with all this information to keep us tracked, traced, and databased? It seems the designers have no regard for the right to privacy and a desire to become the controllers of us all. And that's it for today. I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this, this day and this time you've given us, Lord. I do pray, God, you bless my listeners, Lord, and their families. I pray for any unsaved family members that they would have, Lord, that you would save their soul, Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that your fear would be upon them, upon the body of Christ, that you would use us mightily in the day and times to come for your glory, that you would use us to lead many people to the Lord Jesus Christ, that this information would go forth unhindered. Um, I pray that you do forgive us for any and all sins we've committed in any way, shape, or form as we forgive those who have sinned against us, that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart will be pleasing and acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. We praise you. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.